At Metro, the best deal in wireless is on. Switch to Metro and get one full Amazon Prime membership included every month. Plus, get two free phones from top brands like Samsung and LG with huge HD screens. All with two lines for just 90 bucks. That's the best deal in wireless, only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Requires port of eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Limit four per account or household. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Welcome to the Ramble Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah and presented by Rippin.com. As always, the Ramble Podcast is coming to you live from the Super Plus Rippin.com broadcast studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop rambling, Dave DeBah. To the Ramble we go. I am Dave DeBoss, and I want to talk sports with you, North America. All right, North America, have we got a great show for you today on The Ramble. Going to cover some things from around your National Football League. We've got a retirement in the NFL for a running back that will have no chance of making it to the Hall of Fame. I've got a Hall of Fame story which involves T.O., Chris Carter, and Roger Goodell that you won't want to miss. I've got a Blake Bortles story for you because you can't talk about the National Football League without talking about Blake Bortles. He's not Tom Brady. He's Blake Bortles, and we'll cover a little bit of Blake Bortles for you a little later in the show. But I thought we would kick today's ramble off with a just brief discussion about poor Isaiah Thomas, who agrees to a one-year deal, now wait for it, worth just $2 million with the Denver Nuggets. Isaiah Thomas, who literally 16 months ago was on the verge of signing one of the largest contracts in the history of the National Basketball Association. Isaiah Thomas, instead of making a hundred plus million dollars, which is what he would have made if he had never gotten injured, is going to make just two million dollars next year with the Denver Nuggets. Now I, I know. You're out there right now and you're going, ah, look, I'd love to make $2 million a year. I get it. There are plenty of National Football League players that would love to make $2 million a year. Trust me. But for Isaiah Thomas, you've got to sort of, if you have any kind of heart, feel bad about Isaiah Thomas only walking away with $2 million to be a backup In Denver, he's not even going to have a chance to start, at least not initially, with the Denver Nuggets. Look, this deal is so small that it can't even be called one of those Woj bombs. That is how small this particular deal is for Isaiah Thomas, who is now a Denver Nugget. All right, North America. Now, looking forward to talking about Blake Bortles. I I really am. Because we talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars on our last show, sort of extensively. And 
We talked a lot about the Jacksonville Jaguars and how I thought Tony Romo was ridiculous for even predicting that the Jacksonville Jaguars would find a way into the Super Bowl in the upcoming year. And I want to clarify why. It has nothing to do with their defense. Because <laughs> one of my buddies called me up and said, what the hell are you talking about? What about their defense? And I said, look, their defense is phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. All three levels of that Jacksonville Jaguar defense is absolutely fantastic. And it was kind of funny last year because you could see it kind of coming on over the last couple of years. But about, I think maybe it was around week 10 that I really realized that my Minnesota Viking defense, while good, wasn't as good as the Jacksonville Jaguar defense. And that's saying a lot about Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings. That That's just how good this Jacksonville defense got and became over the rest of the season. If you look at their front line, if you look at their linebackers, and you look at their secondary, they've got two shutdown corners in their secondary. Two legitimate Pro Bowl cornerbacks. <laughs> like, and, and you start to get into their defensive line and their linebackers, and it is just loaded, and there are players who aren't even starting who would start on other National Football League teams. So I was not talking about Jacksonville Jaguars defense. I just want to clarify. What I am talking about is Blake Bortles and that offense. Look, Blake Bortles is not going to lead anybody anywhere to any sort of Super Bowl. Last year was, if you will, an aberration. <laughs> it was an absolute aberration of who Blake Bortles really is as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Now, maybe Tony Romo knows something I don't know. Maybe Tony Romo sees some greatness in Blake Bortles that the rest of us don't see. I still think Tony Romo was on 420 when he made... It was 420, I should say, when Tony Romo made the comment. I'm just saying. So if somehow Jacksonville finds its way to the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles as their starting quarterback, I will be happy to admit I'm wrong. But I pretty much can guarantee, in the same way I guaranteed uh, the other day that the Cleveland Browns will have no chance of making it to the playoffs, I can guarantee that Blake Bortles will not make it to the Super Bowl as the starting quarterback of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, uh, some other news and notes from around the National Football League. And I was tuned in um, to NFL Live on ESPN, the mothership. I don't know if we still call it the mothership, but I was watching the mothership the other day. And DeMarco Murray was on. And actually, he was like, he had a guest appearance. Uh, he did, uh, I think, like a week uh, of broadcasts on ESPN, which, by the way, DeMarco Murray, fantastic as an analyst. I mean, like when you see a former player show up on television and actually seem to figure out how to handle broadcasting fairly quickly, it, it you can tell that they've got a lot of talent and that certainly could be a second career for them. So DeMarco Murray has officially retired from the National Football League after seven seasons. So I thought it would be fun to take you all on a trip down memory lane because I was starting to think, I was like, gosh, you know, is does DeMarco Murray's stats, will they back up a shot at making it to the Hall of Fame? I mean, 
like some running backs will only have four or five great years in the NFL, and sometimes that's enough to get you into the Hall of Fame. And we're going to talk about more about the Hall of Fame in a little bit with the ridiculousness of T.O. and the National Football League. I can't wait to get into that story. We'll do that for you in a little bit. But back to DeMarco Murray. Murray, whose best season in the National Football League happened with the, of course, beloved Dallas Cowboys. You know, America's team where he rushed for over 1,800 yards. He had only two other seasons of his seven-year career in the National Football League where he rushed for over 1,000 yards in the NFL. He has a career average, a career average of 4.5 yards in the National Football League. That is a fantastic number, but he does not have enough statistics, especially in this era of Madden football. (laughs) He does not have enough statistics to garner a Hall of Fame induction invitation. I'm sorry, DeMarco, but you had three really good years in the National Football League. You needed another two to get even close to make it into the Hall of Fame. Now, the good news is, I think DeMarco Murray's got a, a huge future in broadcasting, and I hope I hope ESPN uh, hires him full-time to be an analyst on all of their various shows. That's how good DeMarco Murray is at broadcasting. He's also very insightful, which is something that uh, is hard uh, to articulate on television, and it comes across in an excellent way. Now, moving on to our feature story of the day, and... We actually put a tweet out on um, the Daily Rip, which is uh, the Rambles um, Twitter account through our app, which is Ripping, which is R-I-P-P-I-N-N. Too many names, I know. But that um, that is the app where you can get this, this podcast, and you can also uh, check it out um, in your browsers at Ripping.com. And for continuing shameless plugs, you can also find us on Twitter at the Daily Rip. So we put out a tweet last night, and the tweet said, the NFL should still go ahead and give T.O. a presentation at the Hall of Fame ceremony. They should roll out his bust and even have a former teammate provide an induction speech. I mean, how great would that be? If they rolled out Jeff Garcia of <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers and had Jeff Garcia give a T.O. induction speech at the National Football League Hall of Fame while T.O. isn't actually there. How absolutely fantastic would that be? I don't know about you, but I would tune in to watch that. I would forego a trip to Bed Bath & Beyond to watch Jeff Garcia at the Hall of Fame give an induction speech for T.O. while T.O. isn't there. <laughs> that would be the best best thing I would see all week or all month if we could make that sort of thing happen. So I think the National Football League completely got this wrong because the NFL came out earlier in the day Roger Goodell, earlier in the week, I should say, and Roger Goodell and his staff and all these other people and executives inside the National Football League 
decided that they were not in any way going to mention Terrell Owens during the uh, during the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. And I think this is wrong. And and I'll I'll tell you why. Now look, I know Tio has uh, has sort of been bitter that he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. And there is something to be said about that, and we'll get into that in a minute. But in the same way T.O. thinks he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer, I will soon make the argument that Chris Carter of my beloved Minnesota Vikings should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, T.O. So the NFL, you know, obviously... I don't think is handling this whole situation right. They they they've got a player. They're inducting him into the Hall of Fame. They said if he's not going to be there, then we're not going to mention him. And I just this just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Look, I think this is an opportunity for the National Football League, in all seriousness, to actually be classy, San Diego. <laughs> I'm just saying they could have been classy given a. Brief presentation about Terrell Owens, rolled out a former player, as I'm mentioning, brought out the bust, and just given him his due on a national television televised broadcast. And that would have been fantastic. And in fact, if anything, that would have made T.O. actually look bad for not actually showing up. Look, the National Football League needs to get its act together. They need to understand why they are actually losing actually losing out to the National Basketball Association in terms of popularity. And it's one bad move after another in the National Football League that is causing this, if you will, erosion of the fan base. This is just one small little thing. Now, for all of you people out there that are going to disagree with me on this, that's okay. <laughs> it's still a free country. Um, it, it really is, despite what that guy on Pennsylvania Avenue is attempting to do overseas right now as we speak. It is still a free country, so you can have your opinions, and I know exactly what your opinions are going to be. The truth of the matter is, I'm right, and the National Football League should do the classy thing and give T.O. his presentation and call it and call it a day. Let T.O. look bad. Why make your league look bad by inviting somebody into your Hall of Fame and then not actually giving them a presentation? All right, so I already know a lot of you (laughs) disagree with that, and that's okay. But I think it's important to note that the reason T.O. is so bitter, the reason at the core Terrell Owens is so bitter, is that he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer in the National Football League Hall of Fame. And we all know that the National Football League Hall of Fame is different than the Major League Baseball or the Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, actually in writing, actually goes out and, and, and mentions off-the-field conduct. That's a big thing in baseball. <laughs> it's a huge thing in baseball. It's not mentioned in the Hall of Fame bylines. The Football Hall of Fame is really supposed to just be about the statistics and how you played when you were on the field. Like, none of the locker room stuff is supposed to matter. 
None of that is supposed to matter. And I think it matters, and it has always mattered in the National Football League Hall of Fame, just because it's not actually written in the bylines. And I've seen other people talk about this, and they're just flat out wrong. Just because it's not written in the bylines doesn't mean it's not right. Now, yes, there might have been a concerted effort by the writers to keep Terrell Owens from being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, T.O. has first ballot Hall of Fame credentials. He absolutely does. There is no argument against it. But so did Chris Carter of my Minnesota Vikings. Did you know that Chris Carter was the second National Football League wide receiver? He was the second National Football League wide receiver to have over 1,000 receptions in the National Football League. At the time, only Jerry Rice had more receptions in the National Football League. I think that if you look at Chris Carter's stats and you look at T.O.'s stats, there's about 1,500 yards difference between the two, and there's about 20 20 additional uh, touchdowns that T.O. had throughout his career that Chris Carter didn't have. I would also like to point out that the era that Chris Carter played in is different than the end of the era that Terrell Owens played in. It was much harder back in the day for Chris Carter to get open than it is today for today's wide receivers. And Terrell Owens was part of that model change that the National Football League put in. So sometimes it's hard to just compare statistics. But what I can say Confidently, the truth of the matter is that Chris Carter retired from the National Football League in the year 2002. Now, look, that was a year that he played with the Miami Dolphins. It really didn't count. It was a couple games. He really finished in the National Football League in 2001. Do you know what year Chris Carter gave his Hall of Fame speech in? Do you? This guy had all of, he had 13, he had almost 1,400 yards in receptions. (laughs) He had over 1,100 receptions as a wide receiver in the National Football League. He is in the, I believe, I believe he is actually in the top 10. Or he's in the top, yeah, he's in the top 10 for touchdown leaders in the history of the National Football League. Chris Carter has 131 touchdowns in his career. He retired from the National Football League in 2002 officially. He gave his Hall of Fame speech, T.O., 11 years later. <laughs> I mean, just, uh, it's, it's out 2013 is the year that Chris Carter gave his Hall of Fame speech in the National Football League. And, you know, Chris Carter was on ESPN. He was all over ESPN. I couldn't believe that it took so long for the writers to put Chris Carter into the National Football League. Did Chris Carter decide to not show up (laughs) and accept his gold jacket? Did he? No, Chris Carter, of course, showed up. So... I think, you know, when T.O. looks back at stuff, and T.O. rips on Chris Carter because he says Chris Carter basically begged to get into the Hall of Fame. Look, T.O.'s antics, he was trying to do the same thing. He just did it in a different way. 
He used a really bad reality television show. He used comeback after comeback. Hell, even after making it into the National Football League, we're still the National Football League Hall of Fame. We're still seeing video of Tios claiming that he could play today inside the National Football League. And I think Tio's got a big career in what the NFL is calling the American All-American Flag Football League. <laughs> I think we'll see Tio in that next summer. But I think Tio, his decision to not show up to the Hall of Fame is ignorant. It is a bad decision, but I I I, I and I don't understand why he is so bitter about it. This this happens to everybody. It it happens to some of the best players in the history of the National Football League for whatever reason. This doesn't make it right, but for whatever reason didn't get into the Hall of Fame when they thought they should get into the Hall of Fame. And for that T.O. is wrong. Last thing I'm going to say on this, though, is that the National Football League, and I often do this, I compare what the National Football League is doing to what the National Basketball Association is doing. I normally keep Major League Baseball out of this stuff because they're just not on the same level. You got the NFL and you got the NBA, and those are the two sports which are dominating our sports in North America at this point. Yeah, I know the All-Star Game is coming up in uh, in Washington, D.C. next week. And we'll cover some of that a little bit later. But, like, do you, can you name five players who are actually in the uh, home run derby contest? <laughs> I'm just asking. Could you name those five players right now as you're listening to this? Don't jump onto Google. Can you tell me who those players are? So the National Football League and the NBA are at war with each other. They're at war for your dollars. The NFL has so many problems that it's it's hard to it's hard to kind of like put it all into a bucket. The National Basketball and the Association, on the other hand, has what we would call good problems. They've got so much press and so much media for so many of the right reasons that the National Football League doesn't have, that the NFL has to do things right. They have to change how their game is being perceived by the youth. And if they don't start there, they're going to lose out. And how you treat your players in the National Football League is how they're going to be perceived by the rest of us out there that are fans and are watching this. I think just for pure entertainment value, it is without a doubt. (laughs) And you should get behind this. Without a doubt. Absolutely wrong that the National Football League is not at least going to mention T.O. during their upcoming broadcast, not roll out his bust, and not bring out his jacket. And one last thing on this, Seriously, wouldn't it be great to have Jeff Garcia just give a presentation about T.O.? All right, North America, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Ramble. Uh, Okay, a couple uh, quick announcements. Um, So thanks for all of the support on Apple Podcasts. Show's uh, doing really nicely there. Uh, We've been uh, regularly in the top, uh, actually even into the top 20 of all sports podcasts. So thank you for listening to the ramble. Uh, the other big news from the week, 
Uh, we are we've got picked up by iHeartRadio as well. So if you've got the iHeartRadio app, you can now find the Blue Ramble uh, on that app as well. All right, North America for the Ramble. I am Dave DeBob reminding you that you can't win a championship if you play for the Carolina Panthers. And good luck, North America, because in the in this era, I butchered the line. We'll try it again. And good luck, North America, because in this era of Donald Trump being your president, you're going to need all the help that you can get. the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two turtledoves and a laptop for Carrie. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.